You're listening to the Weekly Wrap-Up on Sprott Money News. Well, welcome back to Sprott Money News. This is your Weekly Wrap-Up for Friday, June the 3rd, 2016. I'm your host, Craig Hemke. Joining us on this very fun Friday is Eric Sprott himself. Eric, how are you doing on this fine Friday? Are you having a nice day? Hey, Craig, uh, yeah, it's, it's been off to a good start, a great start, I guess you'd say. And uh, I was kind of lamenting that probably the last four weeks that you and I chatted, things weren't uh, seemingly coming together. But uh, we've had a, a very significant uh, reversal in precious metals and going the other way to stock market today. So it's uh, a lot of things coming together. It sure is. And it all on the backs today of what was just a horrific U.S. employment report with only 38,000 alleged jobs added, most of them almost anything that's above water actually through the birth death adjustment. So it's just a terrible jobs report. I think everyone's finally decided that there is not going to be uh, any rate increase at all at the FOMC meeting in a couple of weeks. But Eric, for the last month or so, it's been one Fed governor after another coming out to talk about how June was going to be a live meeting and, and making the dollar uh, bounce and rally. And now it's all proven to be all for naught, as if they were just making it up all along. I bet you've got some opinions on this. What What do you think is actually going on behind the scenes, my friend? Well, I think the last time you and I talked about that, I, I, I said it's a lot like the Fed exit strategy that was talked about, you know, beginning in the early 2000s as they started uh, the easy money scam and how they're going to get out of it. And, of course, nothing's ever, ever evolved from that. And I think the same thing was true of... You know, how do you get out of these ridiculous policies that we have? And they keep fainting that they're going to raise rates, even though some of us, and I certainly would include myself in this, have never believed in this recovery, uh, the economic recovery. And there's many, many data points that uh, continue to show that. And so to your question, Craig, you know, why do they come out and say, well, you know, it's going to be a live meeting and, and one or two or three guys says it at the same time. Look, in, deep in my suspicious mind, we, there's two things that happened out of that. Precious metals got clobbered and the stock market went up. So one of those two, if not both, were on the agenda as far as I was concerned. And the stock market going up, or sorry, the, the um, price of gold going up was probably a big one that they wanted to thwart because as you and I know, as we're watching when it's trading at 1300 the amount of money pouring into gold and the sentiment in gold was all beautiful. And all of a sudden, for some bizarre reason, it reversed itself because now we're going to rate increases. And here we are probably about a month later, and that is so dashed. Yeah. So gone. <laughs> had, and had we reported those jobs numbers properly in the two months it got revised, there would have been no talk of that, except that was misreported, and therefore they could talk like that. And uh, I just find it frustrating that we've had to wait yet again another month with a big downtrend, right? I mean, the price of gold is down 7%. The stocks probably went down, well, pushing 15% here. So we had to sit and you know, sit through that for the whole month of May. They, they've got half of that back today, which is somewhat, um, not surprising, but it's, it's what a tremendous uh, recovery to, to experience in one day. And I would think anyone who's thinking about where, where this world is going has to totally be reassessing everything. And I was uh, taken back to one of the articles you wrote on uh, the breakdown of the dollar. And, you know, if it goes below a certain level, I forget exactly what level it was. But I tell you, I think we've got to be pretty close to that level again because this dollar got right. hammered today. So, you know, here we have the dollar down, gold up, stocks down. 
which is exactly what you and I might expect. So, hallelujah. <laughs> hallelujah, indeed. It is interesting. It did allow that, that correction of 6 or 7% did allow the banks to draw back almost 20% of all of the contracts that they'd sold short, uh, you know, and they were taking the short side while the speculators were taking the long side. And it's almost as if it was done on purpose. It would seem as if it was done with that in mind, wouldn't it? A little bit orchestrated, right? And, of course, we're going to get the commitment of traders report that ended Tuesday of this week, which I think will be a lot of net buying as well, because right? we took it down below uh, 1,200 in that period just for a short little while. And I suspect it was a lot of covering going on then. And you think, well, how nice. Some bunch of Fed governors come out and talk about a rate hike. They turn around and bash gold, run the market up, cover their shorts. I mean, it's, just, it's shocking to me, Craig, when I look at that, that we had gold go down that much, and those guys were able to buy it. It's almost like it's an illusion. How do these guys get to buy that much gold while the price is going down? It's I mean, remarkable. What a, what a wonderful thing to pull off. It's, it's like a magic show or something. And I'm sure when we get the cut numbers later on today, we'll find out that they, they ended up buying more net gold contracts, all with the false premise of rates going up. Yep. Shocking. Yep. Makes, yep. makes you wonder. You know, Eric, I think it was last week we talked about, you know, all of us have forgotten what it's like to have the metals in a bull market. It seems like it's been so long, four or five years now, but they're often characterized by three steps forward and two steps back types of moves. It seemed like we perhaps just finished our two steps back and we're ready to charge forward again. I'm looking at things like the GLD. I'm looking at interest rates. I'm looking at the dollar, confirming that we're, we are in a, in a new secular uptrend. Do you see things the same way, Eric? Well, all of those things. I mean, obviously, this is a, a big change. I mean, you, I mean, we used to expect uh, 200,000 jobs in a month. Now we get 38, okay? Well, there's a big difference between 38 and 200. Furthermore, on an unadjusted basis, we actually lost 600,000 people. 600,000 people came out of the labor force mm. in the month of May, which is a real number, okay? That's the household survey. Um, that and uh, one other item that I think is important is the May nominations for uh, gold deliveries, which were 48 tons. So between the interest rates, the buying of the GLD, and now the whole talk has to change, right? We can't, There's going to be nobody talking about rate increases here or even economic strength. We should, again, talk about economic weakness. There's a, there's a zero growth, and not that I ever believed there was any growth. I didn't. But the market believed there was growth. There is no growth. And as we, for example, I have to read about, uh, where is it, uh, Texas, they're going to have a 60% increase in health care premiums. Mm. Well, okay, what's that do to the consumer in Texas? And now the price of gasoline's going up at the pump. You know, it's just, I've never believed the recovery. A lot of it's just phony growth of uh, health care expenses, which are ridiculous. Um, and there's been some great work done by David Stockman, how... It's, it's all the numbers are just created out of some computer program that mandates it automatically grows something by two and a half. And then they, they do a little jig on two and a half. And then one day it's 2.4. The next time it's 2.6. But the starting program was wrong. The framework was wrong. <laughs> we don't have two and a half percent growth. We probably have negative growth, to be honest. So, Eric, I, I, I see a lot of the, the same old bears out there now forecasting sub-$1,000 gold, of course, obviously before the action today. 
But again, we look at the currency devaluations, the competitive devaluations, you might call the currency wars, interest rates around the war, uh, the globe making making new lows uh, today as we speak. Uh, the, the miners charging back. Uh, what can you say to folks out there that are wondering whether you know it, it's safe or to, to continue to accumulate looking sure. forward, or do they think uh, maybe these bears are going to be right and we are going to just head straight back down? Well, Craig, it's a great question. And when you ask it, I'm reminded of the, my watching the big short and one of the two major conclusions I drew out of it. And the, the one major conclusion was when you have all the goods, stay the course. And those guys in the big short, they had the goods and new housing was falling apart. But the system did everything to try to shake them out of it. And, of course, they didn't really uh, obtain the real goal, total goal that they should have, and their reputation were almost shattered. But you know what? They had them cold turkey. And I'm reminded of the same in gold. We see what's going on. We see the buying of the GLD. We see the nominations for deliveries. We see the coin sales that are going up in almost every country of the world, and we're wondering, how, where does all this stuff come from? We see the gold production going down. We see the ridiculous central planner policies that they have, including now talking with helicopter money. I mean, we just know we've got the goods. We've got to stay the course here. It's been a wonderful trade so far this year. And by the way, I should remind people it was the world's best trade from 2000 to 2011. I mean, it just was, it was a world great trade. And we suffered for four years. I think it's going to be a world great trade for the next few years here and just try not to get shaken out hang in there you, you have everything going your way and you have the system fighting you all the way as they were fighting us in may here with you know this blather of uh, rate increases but ultimately wow oh now there is no rate increase and gold shoots up so you know you got to you got to learn to stay the course and try to be as patient as you can and accept the lumps on the way down to get the re- more more significant rewards on the way up Eric, just one last question. We, uh, as we look forward from here, you mentioned COMEX deliveries. We've talked about the GLD. Uh, obviously, uh, your company deals with physical metal. Where do you see all of this headed in the next few months? Are you hearing things about uh, uh, not necessarily shortages, but, but extreme demand? Because obviously, this paper system relies on at least some physical behind it. Uh, do you have any other anecdotal stories you could share with us about uh, things you're seeing on your end? Well, I just think that things can change very quickly. Okay, we've seen um, a number of generals come out and like gold. We saw gold go to thirteen hundred, over thirteen hundred. Then all of a sudden, out comes this rate increase thing and scares everybody. There's just nobody going to t- be talking about a rate increase here. Okay, I mean that is so off the table; it's a joke, and it's going to bring people back in who kind of were waiting for the correction. Oh, wait for the correction and get in. Right mm-hmm. here we are. We've got the correction. You've already missed the first 30 bucks in gold and the first 40 or 50 cents in silver. You just missed the first 8 to 9% in stocks in one day. One day, couldn't get in. Now, those guys are going to be sharpening their pencils here and saying, okay, I've got to get in on this trade. It's been the trade of 2016. It has been the trade, only precious metal stocks. By far, it's been the most successful trade. And, our, and it's, it's, of course, almost impossible to get in it because there's so much money around and so few stocks and so few uh, physical metals that uh, it's going to get crazy when these people all realize it's the place to be. And I think between, you know, the things you write about, the things we talk about, things that uh, we uh, 
uh, write about and spot money. I mean, it seems so obvious where you should be in 2016 and beyond. Just get in there and stay in there. Best advice I've heard all day, my friend. Uh, we should have a very interesting week next week, and then the uh, FOMC meeting of June comes in uh, midweek of the next. But you and I can get back together next Friday and talk about it again. It should be a very interesting week. Thank you so much for your time, Eric. I, I wish you a good weekend. Okay, Craig. I'll, uh, I'll, I'm very much looking forward to next week, too. That should be uh, quite exciting. Hopefully we'll have a, a very, very big week coming up. All the best to you. And from everyone here at Sprott Money News, thank you for listening. We'll visit with you again next week.